Welcome to our first episode of A Little Nerd Music. It's a podcast by two friends in from college. I'm Kelly. I'm Christina. And we met each other, what, sophomore year of college? Junior. Kind of. <laughs> I knew you were a sophomore year of college. Now I feel bad because I don't think I knew who you were. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> really? Okay, anyway. <laughs> Senior year, we lived down the hall from each other and just fangirled about Supernatural and I think American Idol? Yeah, because we were really excited because it was the year it was Adam Lambert. And Chris Allen. But you liked the oh, dude from Michigan. Matt Gerard, He was so cute. <laughs> I know. And then we went to the concert. Yeah, and that was super fun. Yeah, it was super fun. But, okay, so we met... When Christina sliced her finger open and had to get the EMTs to come to her room because she was about to bleed out. And then they didn't know how to seal the cut, so I was just like sitting there on my bed bleeding. Yeah, and she called me because in an emergency you should call the person that you just met. Okay, I actually didn't call you first. You were the only one who picked up. (laughs) Because it was like three in the morning because I had gone to the midnight show for James Bond. Yeah. Oh, also, Christina was there when I got a stomach ulcer, and I almost cried because I threw up on the QDMT. And I literally had to, like, book your flight home and, like, get you out the door. Oh, my God. People thought I had swine flu. It was terrible. Like, everyone was avoiding me on the airplane because I looked like I was about to die. You really, really did. I did. I was white as a sheet. It was terrible. Um. Anyway, we're also both half Asian. Yay! Yay, half Asians. <laughs> Yay. And so we, I think we sort of bonded over that, too. Especially because we went to Santa Clara where everyone was white. Yeah, and super religious, which I am not. Okay, I was in the bio department, so I didn't have that. <laughs> um, anyway, now we wanted to record all our fangirling and kind of see what everyone else thought about certain... TV shows and movies and music that we like together, right? And we're hoping to do this every two weeks, maybe once a month if we're terrible at it. I think the two-week plan is very tentative right now. I know, but I hope it's good. I mean, I feel like it would be. Anyway, um, anything to add, Christina? I am ready to jump into it. All right, let's do it. So our first episode, we're going to be talking about the Teen Wolf finale that happened this Monday, which was, what, March 27th, 26th? 24th, close. 24th. Um, it was entitled The Divine Move. It was the season 3B finale. We had two major deaths in the last two episodes. Allison Argent and um, Aiden, the twin that doesn't have a last name. I just keep thinking of the Carvers and that's not it at all. Yeah, no, that's Charlie and Max Carver, the people that play them. Who we also love, um, died in the episode before the finale. She was killed by one of the Oni. I think it was good to have her die in the episode before the finale rather than the finale because then she kind of got her own moment for it. Yeah. Can I also point out that we totally called it? (laughs) We did, but I think most of the fandom called it, to be fair. I mean, it wasn't going to be Styles. It wasn't going to be Scott. Well, we thought it... It was going to be Allison or Isaac. Oh my god, I would have cried my eyes out if it was Isaac. <laughs> Although he did 
leave the show, which also pisses me off, but that's another topic. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, I do think that Allison went out in a good way. I don't think I'll miss her, but I think she went out in an appropriate way. I think I'll miss her, but accept it, you know? Like, if she had to go, that's the way to go. I almost feel like Kira is kind of a better character than her, but... I mean, she's more badass than Allison. Allison was being kind of a wuss this season. I almost feel like, though, that's because Jeff Davis lost interest in Allison once he knew Crystal was leaving. Yeah, like, she didn't have much of a storyline. Plus, we kept thinking that, like, she was evil or something because she was just acting so weird. Yeah, no, I never got that. I just thought she was just weird. Like, it was just, like, awkward with her and, and Scott and Kira, like, that weird love triangle. And then I thought it was totally, like out of the blue that she started like hooking up with Isaac because yeah they were together in real life but like who cares but they were already broken up at that point that's the thing I know it's weird it's like it's the same thing with Ian Summerhalder and Nina Dobrev they put them together on Vampire Diaries after they broke up in real life it's like why do you do this to people but see I was like a hundred percent convinced that Allison was a second Nagitsune there was a second one (laughs) No, exactly. It was completely stupid, it turned out. But, like, I thought she was. Oh, uh, yeah. I never thought that Styles would have been the Nikitsune. I mean, because he's so, like, adorable and, like, funny and, like, floppy. I mean, he's like a little, like, golden retriever puppy. So happy all the time. And then he gets all crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Allison, she is not going to be in the next season, obviously. So, how do you think they're going to deal with that? Do you think, like, Kira's going to just totally take over that whole role of being, like, the badass girl? I would hope that she would, because I like Kira as a character, and I think it's good how they're taking it slow with her and Scott. But my big fear is that they're going to try to shoehorn Malia into it. Yeah. See, I kind of want Lydia to take over as the badass girl. Well, I mean, season four, they say, is supposed to be, like, Lydia's season, like, season two was Allison's. Yeah. Uh, was it? Well, I mean, according to Jeff Davis, which, you know, you have to question. I mean, I feel like season two was Colton Haynes' season, but maybe I'm just missing the point. <laughs> well, I mean, there was that whole thing about how she kind of went dark side and, like, became, like, super hunter and stabbed Isaac a million times. Yeah, and her evil grandpa, which was really a weird, like, thing. Oh, Jared. Yeah. Who is not dead, which totally creeps me out. Like, I don't even... Oh, I don't know about that guy. He's annoying. I don't like him. Every time he comes back, I'm like, not again. Oh, but speaking of the twins not coming back, I totally called that they were going to kill one twin, by the way. Did you? You never told me that, but do you think they should have killed both of them or one of them? Because I feel like twins in, like, series do not... It just just does not end well. I mean, the Weasley twins lost a twin. The Aiden and Ethan twins lost a twin. I mean, it's sad. It's like your other half. Well, I guess it's it's more emotional. Yeah. It's a lot more drama and it's more emotional, but maybe not necessary when both characters have to leave anyways. Yeah, because it would have been different... If Charlie, is that the one that stayed, that lived? Ethan, whoever. It would have been different if he had stayed in Beacon Hills, but he's leaving too. 
Plus, I read somewhere that Jeff Davis said the reason that they killed Aiden and not Ethan was just so they could have the scene with Danny at the end. That makes sense. Yeah, but I mean, it's like cheap. But it makes sense because Aiden already has a girlfriend that knows about the supernatural. And you had to have some way of Danny figuring it out. If that was his plan. I guess. Like, who would Danny tell other than his boyfriend? Okay, but one thing that bothered me about the whole Aiden death scene was when he was all upset because Lydia always said that he's not the good guy. And then Derek's all like, well, she'll believe me. But why would she believe Derek over anyone else? It's not like they're friends or anything. I don't know. I also didn't understand the whole Aiden and Ethan trying to be part of Scott's pack thing. Like, I felt like it was, like, really forced, but never really, like, addressed. I think she just wanted to keep the Carver twins, but the twins in the show were already so kind of irredeemable that it was just forced. Yeah. Because they were always going to be the guys who helped kill Boyd. I know. Although I don't care that much. (laughs) (laughs) Because then Boyd went to Once Upon a Time, so that made me happy. And then he died there, too, so it didn't matter. Yeah, because he was actually the evil queen. Mm -hmm. He was actually dead the whole time. He was never alive at any point. No, no. That was weird. (laughs) Anyway... I'm kind of sad the Carver twins are gone, though. I really would have liked them to stay and sort of, like, see how they're... Not even, like, them being part of the pack, but, like, seeing how their relationships with Lydia and Danny, like, panned out. Because I kind of liked those relationships. Yeah, I did, too. Like, I liked that Danny had a boyfriend. He needed one, and he's adorable. I didn't necessarily like Lydia and Aiden together as they were, but I could see potential there by the end of the season yeah and then it just sort of like got cut short and she seemed like oddly upset about it even though they weren't they were basically just like hooking up like they never actually went on dates yeah but i don't know i'm sad that they're leaving but what do you think about them choosing to go out that way and then isaac surviving even though daniel's leaving well you know how i feel about that I, I'm I'm tempted to, like, contact Daniel in some way and be like, will you please come back? I'm very upset about you leaving. It's like, you don't know me, but apparently Jeff Davis gave him the choice where it's like, do you want Isaac to survive or die? Yeah, and he wanted him to survive, which means that he might be coming back. And I read that Jeff Davis is already, like, pushing him to come back. Yeah. So I hope he does. Maybe he's just, like... Maybe the point of Isaac leaving is that he's so upset about Allison's death that he just, like, needs time to himself, you know? I'm sure they'll go with something like that. But I have this fantasy of, like, Papa Arjun, like, adopting him and them being their own little family. I know. I want them to be besties so bad. I just want them to, like, road trip together. And, like, that's why they're gone. <laughs> but but J.R. Bourne is going to be back at next season. Yeah. But, I mean, he could always use a break. I know. I feel really bad for him because now his whole family is dead. And now he's only left with Gerard and freaking Kate. Well, Kate the Weresmurf. <laughs> like, I was literally watching and my mom walked by while I had the TV on and she's like, what is that? No, my cousin like ran from the room. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was watching this while I was in Washington, D.C. visiting my cousin and she was scared of pretty much everything. Like, <laughs> anything that happened, she was like, no, I can't watch it. Um, yeah, I'm really sad for Papa Argent. I I wanted him to, like, you know, at least have somebody. I feel like he, maybe he and Papa Styles will be friends or something. I think that he's starting to build a pretty good relationship with Derek. I, I was kind of hoping you were going to say Melissa. 
<laughs> Although there's like weird sexual tension between Sheriff Stolinski and Melissa McCall. Yeah, there's a lot there. And then and then they would be brothers and it would be so cute. I definitely felt like when they were stuck in the Nemeton, Sheriff Stolinski and Melissa McCall were kind of like there for each other and then Papa Argent was just sort of like awkwardly there between them. <laughs> He was, like, just in his own little world, like, slowly figuring out a way to bust out and kill everybody else. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I don't want to be a part of this weird love triangle. But I think now that his family is dead, he's going to be much more of a, like, aggressive hunter. You could already start to see it a little in the episode. Just, like, the faces he was making. He has really good angry face. (laughs) Like, every time he gets angry, I'm like, wow, that guy's really pissed off. Like, he has a really good, like, snarly face, I think. So, Kate came back, which I really think is just because Jill Wagner wanted to come back. Well, Jeff Davis said that in his head, he knew the entire time that she wasn't dead. Like, he kept meaning to bring her back, but got distracted by other stuff. But it's so confusing. Like, okay, she got scratched by Peter, and then, but he also slit her throat. Well, but if the scratch had turned her into a werewolf, then couldn't she heal from it or something? But was she a werewolf? Because she was a hunter, so she should have killed herself like Mrs. Argent did. Well, that's what we're going to find out next season, aren't we? I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> it's funny because when she got the gear for Wolf Watch, I'm like, oh, that must mean that Jill Wagner's coming back to Teen Wolf. But then I figured, oh, it was just the hallucination she shot at the beginning. No, it was a double fake out. Yeah. Also... I think it was Wolf Watch where she was like oddly excited to like lick Hecklin again. And she kept emphasizing like every week she's like, no one's ever really dead on Teen Wolf. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. She must have not. I mean, obviously she knew. Obviously she knew. (laughs) But she must have wanted to do that because I don't know that Jeff Davis would be like, yeah, you should hint at it every week. Yeah. 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 Wolf Watch. I don't think that's coming back. Oh, I hope not. I think I watched it maybe twice. I think I watched the ones with like Dylan and Posey. I wanted I wanted Daniel to be on it and he never was. That made me sad. And I think they have one with the two dads. And Crystal was never on either. No, but Holland was on it twice. Holland was on it twice and so were Posey and... Tyler Posey was on a bunch because he was like their special reporter on set or something. He seemed to have fun. Well... It doesn't matter. It's, I don't think it's coming back. I think I heard that it was getting canceled. I would not be devastated. Also because Joe Wagner has her new gig now, so she doesn't need it. So, season four. Season four. Oh, I want to talk about Danny. Okay. I don't know. I think he probably figured it out when his best friend was turning into a murderous lizard. That would probably do it. I mean, but then did he see it? Did he see it when he was in the club? But, I mean, it's like... Whenever they're having these conversations at the school about all their werewolfiness, they're not being quiet. Okay, but seriously, if you were in high school and you heard people talking about turning into cannamas and werewolves, wouldn't you be like, you are on crack? (laughs) I would probably assume they're playing World of Warcraft. Yeah, you wouldn't be like, oh, right, they must turn into werewolves at night. (laughs) I think maybe they're trying to pass it off as like fan service and maybe it's going to turn out to be more. What, that Danny knows? Yeah. I want Danny to be a part of their, like, crime-fighting group. Yeah. Because he's got all those hacker skills. Anyway, season four. I know you're excited about Parrish. Yes, but, I mean, we have even heard if he's going to be back. 
I know, but every time we talk about it, you're like, Parrish, I love Parrish. I do. He's beautiful. I don't know what he would be. I have literally no idea. I hope he's not a wolf. But he tweeted the other day, like during the finale, about being a part of the pack. So I'm assuming that means he'll be back. I don't know. What's his real name? I don't even know. Ryan Kelly. Oh, he has my name. (laughs) How exciting. Yeah, I don't know. I hope he's not a were-jaguar. My guess is that he's going to be something to tie into all the banshee lore. That would be my guess. I hope so. I want him to be... Maybe he'll be like a mentor to Lydia. But I keep hearing all these different things about how he's going to be a love interest for someone. But no one ever knows who. Well, now they have Dylan Sprayberry. But he's like 15. That'd be creepy. No, 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 no. Not for Parrish. For oh, your God, styles. That's <laughs> like, ew. Dylan Sprayberry's character for styles. Still, that's creepy. Creepy. Well, styles is only supposed to be like, what, 17? It's not that big of a difference. But you still need to keep in mind that they would never have Dylan O'Brien have any sort of love scene with Sprayberry. You know? Well, they won't let Dylan O'Brien have any sort of love scene at all, except that weird, awkward one at Eichen House. I'm still not convinced that happened, by the way, and that it wasn't some sort of massive hallucination. I also, I mean, I, I like Shelley Hennig, but I, I just don't like Malia. Like, something about her, I'm just like, I don't like her. You want to know what's really ridiculous, though, about why I'm suspicious of her? Why? Okay, so... It seems like they're making a big effort to make her hair look like Jill Wagner's. I've... <laughs> that is so weird. I've never noticed that. I like her hair. Because I watch Blue Bloods and she was on it like at the same time she was on Teen Wolf. And she had her super blonde hair. And then when she started shooting Teen Wolf again, they dyed it back to like that ombre color that like Jill Wagner has. Yeah. And it was like literally to the point where apparently Tyler Hecklin walked up to her to give her a kiss on the cheek thinking that she was Jill Wagner. Maybe she's like some sort of weird Joe Wagner offspring. Well, because there's a theory going around that Malia's going to end up being the kid of... Peter Peter and... and Peter, yeah. That would not surprise me. And that that was the memory Talia took away, and that's why Kate burned down the Hale house. Ah, there you go. Which would make it all the creepier that she went and seduced Derek. Yeah, yeah, that would be. It'd be like her nephew-ish. Ugh. (laughs) I can practically see you shudder. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, God. Let's see what else. So you said season four is going to be South America, but isn't that where Cora is supposed to be? It is. Because Rain got renewed. I don't... It, well, apparently they're going to have a time jump, and a bunch of them have to go to South America to rescue Derek from those hunters. Oh, I thought it was like they're going to South America for school. <laughs> Yes, they're going to be foreign exchange students in South America. But they said the lacrosse is coming back. Well, it's only the first few episodes. Ah. Okay. I don't know. I wasn't crazy about the, like, Japanese lore that was happening. I feel like it almost got stretched out too long. Yeah. Like, it was really cool in the beginning when you were learning everything, and then it just kind of kept going and going and going. Yeah, yeah. It was slightly too long. Although I did sort of laugh out loud when I saw the way that the Nagitsune walks, and I knew that that would freak you out. Because it terrifies me. <laughs> like, it literally, it can give me nightmares when I see, like, those, like, clay motion, like, kind of shuddery movements. Yeah. Uh, 
You've been scared of that since we started watching Supernatural and people like climb out of the paintings and you're just like, no, I won't watch it. I won't watch that. It's like, nope, checking out. Sorry. Yeah. I think one of my favorite episodes is is the one that you're like, that's the scariest episode ever. The one where they like go to the house. And there are the children who are living in the walls. In the walls. Yeah. Oh my God. And that's like one of my favorite episodes of all time. And you're like, it scares the bejesus out of me. It was literally on on the reruns on like TNT or whatever the other day, and I caught like five minutes of it, and I was like almost like crying. I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And I had to go to work. I also remember that that is the episode that aired when we were walking back from Target, that creepy night. (laughs) Oh, and there was that street without any lights. Yeah, and we had to like walk underneath the railroad. Oh my god, that was so stupid. Why did we do that? Why didn't we just take your car? I don't think I had... My, like that was in the shop or something mm. okay well we're getting off topic but <laughs> um okay so one of the big questions that you and i had was how teen wolf would progress if people didn't keep quitting is it just me or is it a lot of turnover for a show it, i mean considering it's only been enough episodes for two seasons really because mm-hmm. one and two were short seasons well, I mean, it's like cable seasons. But, I mean, nobody has lasted very long. Like, Colton left. Um, Colton and Adelaide both went to CW. <laughs> um, which, Colton's adorable on, on Arrow. I don't watch Rain, so I, I don't know how Adelaide is doing, but Colton is adorable. And I'm really excited he's on there. So I hope they don't kill him off and bring him back to Team Wolf. Well, I guess Jeff Davis said in an interview the other day that if he had known Colton was leaving, he would have killed him. Yeah, so now he's just like, what, an American werewolf in London, right? Yeah, which, oh, that was so bad. Yeah. I kind of almost, I would be okay with him, like, guest starring every once in a while, but... Just like a Skype call or something. Yeah, because Team Wolf airs in the summertime and Arrow is on hiatus in the summertime. Mm -hmm. And it's like they ended with him, like... It being so clear that he and Lydia are, like, meant to be in love, and she brought him back from being the Canama, and then it's like, oh, he moved to London, bye. Yeah. And they sort of glossed over it in, like, what, two sentences? Yeah, it's just like when they're driving in the car. Like, yeah, she's like, how's, Col- how, how's Colton? How's, um, what's Jackson? <laughs> and she's like, oh, he moved to London, and that was that. Yeah, pretty much. But, okay, so... who? <laughs> Who's left so far? It's Colton, Adelaide, and now it's Crystal, Daniel, Charlie, and Max. Has anyone else left? Is is Agent McCall coming back? I actually really like him. I think he's a cool character. I liked him by the end of the season more than earlier. I like the potential storylines that are there with him and Scott. But at the same time, I still want Melissa to be with Sheriff Stilinski, so... <laughs> oh, so much drama. I kind of just want him to be there so that Scott has, like, a father figure. And, like, someone that he can kind of, like, turn to and be buds with and stuff. Other than Derek. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But even if he leaves, apparently, I guess, his character was living in San Francisco this whole time. And I think Teen Wolf takes place, my guess is, like, around the Sacramento area, like, Northern California. I don't know what has that much, like, forest and woods in... (laughs) Like, Northern California does. <laughs> I guess it's just because I'm from SoCal, and everything is so developed here. Yeah. But, I mean, I always imagine it to be somewhere like Central California. Like It could be, too. I mean, we don't really know. 
We don't know where Beacon Hills, California is. I guess they used like an area code in there one time that like made no sense because it was like East Bay or something. Uh, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Wouldn't it be weird if like the whole time it was in like Oakland? <laughs> then you're like, where'd they get all these forests in Oakland? Yeah. <laughs> or like somewhere just north of me, like Pasadena. If someone could just like wear like a baseball cap for their favorite team, then it would all get cleared up. Well, also, you know that once they go to college, they're going to end up going to Beacon Hills University. I mean, they just, like, make shit up. I don't know. I kind of want to know where Beacon Hills is. It's like Forks. Like, you kind of just want to know where it is. You want to know where Forks is. No, but I saw someone at Disneyland the other day that was from Forks, Washington, and I just wanted to say to her, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, your, your hometown has been, like, totally commercialized and exploited. For Twilight. Yeah. It's not even like he got exploited for something that was worthwhile. It was like Twilight. Although Robert Pattinson was in her town, which I'm okay with that. Yes. Your love for Rob. Yeah. Yes. Yes. What, like 10 years I've been in love with him, so. Um, what else should we touch on? I feel like there's so much happening in Team Wolf. It's hard to like come up with everything you want to say at once. It's, it's like, overwhelming my brain. Like, I'm still processing the finale. Yeah, because they, like, they don't really tie up any loose ends. They just continue to give you more loose ends. <laughs> it's like, you get to have all these questions when you're watching the show, and then they don't answer it. They just ask another question. Yeah, but do you know what Sprayberry is supposed to... Is he a student, or a... He is a student at Beacon Hills High. Oh, I hope he's on the lacrosse team. We don't... He's definitely younger than the rest of them, like, in the show. But my guess... I think he's going to end up being Peter's kid. Really? But what about I our theory gonna... about Malia being Peter's kid? <laughs> I think we're going to find out that Malia is not really Peter's kid for some reason or other, and it's going to be Dylan's character. Because he looks a lot like the actor who played young Peter. I'm trying to remember what that guy's looked like. Sorry. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I think his age matches up more with being Peter Hale's kid. Also, where is Peter? He he comes and he goes. He's got his nice little apartment downtown. Oh, yeah, right. He has an apartment downtown. He said that. I still think one of my favorite bloopers of, of Teen Wolf is when Hecklin was like, are you drinking again, Uncle Peter? <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for him, though. Not Peter, but oh, God, what's his name? No, the guy who plays Peter. Ian Bowen. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for him because he, he was like, had this whole like headcanon in his head about how Peter's trying to do this and that to like work towards his like future redemption and that the character was going to end up being good eventually. And Jeff Davis is like, no, you're evil. Deal with it. Aww. It's like, poor guy. Also, Ian Bowen and Daniel Sharman are besties, which... Why would he leave if his best friend is still there? Well, he's still besties with Colton Haynes. They're always, like, Instagramming pictures together. Yeah, that's true. I feel like Colton, like, comes just to, like, hang with them on the set and then leaves. Like, if you're there, shoot a scene or two, man. Just, like, walk through in the background, like, yelling at Lydia. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. When they showed the prom part in the season finale, I kind of was hoping that Colton would sort of make a cameo. Mm Mm-hmm. Obviously, he did not, but I kind of wanted him to. It would have been perfect. I know. <laughs> Even if they 
had just spliced in old video, I would have been okay. Yeah, yeah. But I was, like, really hoping it, he was going to go and be in it. Because, no, Arrow is still shooting, so never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Arrow's done. No, it's not. Um, And then, oh, Styles and his sexuality. Why don't they ever talk about it? Okay. So I had been under the assumption that it had been all cleared up and that it was a fact that he was by on the show now. And then that interview with Dylan O'Brien came out where he said that, like, it was just a throwaway scene and wasn't actually a big deal. His whole scene with Caitlin at the rave where she's like, oh, do you like guys? Yeah, but he didn't say anything. I just, I didn't understand it. Okay. So part of me is thinking, like, are we reading too far into it? And then I'm like, no, we're not. <laughs> but it's like he made it really clear in the interview to say that Styles is not gay, which is true because he's either bi or he's pan. Right. So I don't. is it just them trying to keep the little fangirls who don't want him to be anything but straight? happy until it's clear i don't know i think it might be because like people are kind of weirded out by people that are by i don't know i i know people that are so it just doesn't bother me but i mean i feel like it might be kind of weird for television because right now we're just getting in just being okay with like lesbians and gay men on television but that's almost why i think it's more important for them to be pushing the envelope more Yeah, it is MTV. Exactly. And obviously the average Teen Wolf fan has been okay with, like... Steric. I was going to say Danny, but okay. (laughs) The average Teen Wolf fan has started watching Teen Wolf because of Steric on Tumblr. I literally thought they were canon. Like, they're on my dashboard all the time. I didn't follow any Teen Wolf vlogs at all. So I'm like, oh, they're cute. I'll try the show. And then I'm watching. It's like, wait, but this doesn't make sense. No, I think you told me about it. And I was like, no, that looks stupid. (laughs) And you're like, no, no, you need to watch the show. (laughs) But honestly, I thought when I first started watching it, I didn't know. I knew about Steric, but I didn't know who the characters were. Um, But I thought Styles and Lydia were endgame. Really? Because I never get it from them at all. Well, like, remember in the very first episode where he's like, hey, Lydia, looks like you're going to ignore me. <laughs> and I'm like, that usually means that, like, she's going to come back and, like, love him later. Yeah, because I hate that trope where it's just like, oh, if you're a nice guy for long enough, she has to give in. Like, I hate that. It's like she's never shown any interest in him that way ever. So it's just like... Except for when she kissed him when he was having a panic attack. Yeah, which they never addressed ever again. Yeah, and then when they were cuddling in the snow. Okay, they weren't quite cuddling. She was more supporting him as he was trying not to die. (laughs) And he also saved her from the bear trap. Okay, so... I wish that someone would publish a breakdown of what scenes we think were hallucinations and which weren't. For all we know, the whole 3B was a hallucination. (laughs) Maybe the entire show is just an hallucination because Styles took Scott out to look for the body and then everybody actually died. And he's just like in Eichenhouse, like tripping. (laughs) This isn't lost, dude. That would be really strange. It was all a dream. It was all a dream. That's the worst ending ever. I think that would be terrible. (laughs) I would probably be very upset. It was all a dream. It never actually happened. <laughs> Scott's still just like a gawky little kid. Yeah. <laughs> With an inhaler. 
They should at least do an episode like that one day, though. Would that be cool? What? Like the Supernatural episode with the genie, where it's like, well, if I hadn't done this, how would all our lives be? Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, the seasons are kind of too short most of the time for the way Jeff Davis plots his stories out, but I think it'd be cool. Oh, yeah, and season four is going back to 12 episodes. Yeah. Why? That doesn't make any sense. Well, apparently the reasoning is that they want to go with the cable schedule so the kids can still go and do movies and stuff. Like, Dylan's going to have the rest of the Maze Runner movies. Wait, that's a series? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't. I, I, I knew it was a book. I didn't know it was a series. Yeah, it's a book series. Mm. I say this like I've read them, which I'm not. Yeah, I was at Target today and saw the Divergent series, and I was like, should I read this? And then I'm like, no, I'm getting way too old for this. <laughs> I didn't know it was a se- How many books is it? Three or four. I don't know. Oh, jeez. Um, Dylan was adorable in the internship. I want him to do another one of those movies. <laughs> all I care about is Tyler Hesklin's movie about baseball. That's all I care about. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We were. T- I was telling you about that yesterday, that it has, like, Aaron Tveit, Tyler Hecklin, Chase Crawford, Matt Barr, Manny Montana. I'm, like, so excited. <laughs> like, literally, I was so excited when the only thing I knew was baseball and Aaron Tveit. Yeah. Hot guys playing baseball. That's a way to get me to watch baseball, Christina. Put some hot guys playing baseball. baseball you had fun. What? I dragged you to watch baseball and you had fun because we had booze and hot dogs. Yeah, that's because I was drinking. Also, bringing AT&T Park is... AT&T Park, right? <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. It's freaking cold there. Yeah, I don't know where we're going. It's San Francisco. You never went to Candlestick. That was for a reason. That's what I hear. I did not go there. Now, there's football there, right? For a little while, the Niners are moving to Santa Clara, so. (laughs) You can tell how much I know about sports. I think, let's get back on topic here. (laughs) Um, What else about the finale, Christina? Have any other thoughts? I'm sorry, my brain just keeps going like parish. Um... <laughs> okay, so I heard somewhere on Tumblr, I don't know if someone was just like making this up or if it was actually an interview, that Jeff Davis had planned for the Nagitsune to take up like half of season 3B. Yeah, I felt like it went on for way too long. Yeah, and he just kind of fell in love with like the character and stuff and kept writing it. So I'm wondering if some of the other rumors that we had going around before were supposed to be the season. Like Styles getting a love interest? Yeah, and what was going on with Parrish because this whole summary when he got introduced was that he was going to get like deeply involved in like the supernatural happenings and stuff. Yeah, and I also thought he was going to hook up with Styles. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was like one article was saying that that would be hot and it turned into a thing. I don't care. I want it to be a thing. <laughs> There was a bunch of fic for them already, like, on Archive of Our Own. I thought you were trying to look for Parrish fic and you couldn't find it. Well, because it was all like, I don't want to read Parrish having a threesome with Styles and Derek. <laughs> Why not? No, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> like, I just want, like, backstory and what he is and, like, interesting stuff. Not just, like, weird, dirty fan fiction written by, like, little kids. <laughs> yeah, I would prefer that. <laughs> Archive of Our Own, though, has some really hilarious pairings. It's weird because I feel like the quality of fic on there is way better than, like, fanfiction.net was, but then there's still, like, that stuff that you stumble across every so often that you're like, oh my god. I think I saw one, like, pretty recently that was, like, 
Chris Colfer and like Brendan Yuri. I remember seeing um people shipping oh god Kurt with Adam Lambert before Adam Lambert was on Glee. Yeah. I saw one actually that was Kurt, Adam Lambert, and Elliot. I'm like, how does that work? They're the same person. I'm still convinced the weirdest ship I ever saw in a fic was I saw this one that was Robert Panson and Jason Mraz. Oh, that's so creepy. And it was like before Twilight and before I'm Yours came out. So it's like, how did you even come up with it? It was basically like who you were in love with and who I was in love with. <laughs> yeah, I like saw, I think I saw it on Live Journal actually. And I just remember because I was like searching for an audio file or something and it came up. I'm like, no, no, no. I used to see a lot, like freshman year of college, I used to see a bunch that were Robert Pattinson and Will Mosley from Chronicles of Narnia. Okay. So because it was like Goblet of Fire and Chronicles of Narnia came out around the same time. And they're about the same age, I guess. And they're both British. I don't know. I don't know. So apparently they know each other. Of course. If you're British, you have to know everyone else who's British. Yeah, because... Doesn't Charmin know everybody else who's British? Exactly. <laughs> this has gotten to a weird thick area. <laughs> I always tell you my weird, the weirdest one that I've ever heard of, seen, is Harry Giant Squid. <laughs> you tell me that all the time and I just like block it out of my memory and don't want to picture it. I, I don't either. I wish I could unpicture it. <laughs> I used to be friends with someone on LiveJournal who would always wreck me all this Harry Potter fic, even though I didn't read Harry Potter fic. And so finally, like, one day I'm like, okay, well, like, what's your favorite one? And I'll read it. And she sent me this one where it was, like, Harry Draco, and Draco gave birth to a deer or something. A deer? Yeah, it was, like, the baby was in uh, one of those people who, like, morph animagus or whatever they're called. Uh, uh, animagus? Yeah, and so but it had shifted in the womb, and it was born as a deer, and literally the name like had Bambi in the title or something. I don't even know. <laughs> what the heck? But it was awkward, because the writer is obviously a good writer, and it was being well-written, and I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. There's a lot of dreary fig out there. A lot. Like, I feel like even Tom Felton has been like, please stop. Well, wasn't Mortal Instruments, like, originally a dreary fic or something? Was it? I don't know. That's what I heard. Oh, I don't know. Or, like, parts of it she took from her dreary fic. Oh, my. I could see that. Could be. I I literally saw that movie because my friend wanted to go, and I think Jonathan Reese Myers is hot. That was the extent of my input. So is Jamie Campbell Bower. He's hot, too. It was a weird movie. Let's not even get into that. Okay. Because <laughs> um, I could go on for a long time about how stupid that movie was. Um, oh, Glee. I know you don't watch Glee anymore. Okay, I caught up through the episode before this week's episode. Before the what episode? This recent one? Yeah, I didn't see the last one, but I caught up before that. So you saw the 100th episode? Yeah. Where Chase Crawford was. Yay, Gossip Girl. Um, okay, so New Directions is over. Like, Completely for sure over? Completely for sure over. And next week, the episode is called New New York, and it's completely shifted to New York. So are they going to really awkwardly find a way to move all the characters that Ryan Murphy likes to New York? No, they only moved a few. I don't know what's going to happen with the other ones. They moved Blaine. Obviously. Cordover Street. I forget his character's name. (laughs) Sam. Sam. And uh, Artie. And that's it i think 
So does this mean that there's no more Matthew Morrison? I guess. Or Jane Lynch. Oh. Or all the new kids. Blake Jenner, Melissa Benoist, uh, Jacob Artist, Alex Newell. I guess they're all gone, too. And what about Jenna Ushkowitz? Well, I know on... Because I watch Criminal Minds, and she... Jane Lynch has been a recurring character on that who hasn't been back since she did Glee. And they kind of have been mentioning her character a bunch again, so I'm wondering if she's going to go back to that. I know, but Ryan Murphy, like, loves Jane Lynch. Yeah, but, I mean, if she wants to leave. Yeah, that's true. But, I don't know. I mean, it's ending next season, obviously, as as it probably should at this point. It probably should have ended already, to be honest. I mean, I don't think that they should have ended it just because Corey is gone, which I feel no. like they are. I feel like it's... Like, it would have been perfect if they just ended it when the main core cast graduated high school. Like, if that final scene with Rachel going into New York had been the final scene of the series, I would have been okay. Yeah. This this last episode really felt like a series finale, though. Like, just, I mean, they had a Corey voiceover talking about New Directions, and, like, the whole thing was, like, the last image was just the piano bench in the choir room and then will turns off the lights and that was it Mm -hmm. and i'm like that seems like the end like everyone was saying goodbye you know quinn ends up with puck Mm -hmm. santana ends up with Brittany, and clayne is getting married and that's it like it seems like that's the end so Mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see what they do in new york because it seems strange i don't know also it's weird because they're like weirdly alluding to um heather morris coming back I don't know if she is. I would be surprised if she is. But Santana was like, oh, when we're done visiting Lesbos Island, we're going to go back to New York together. But she has her girlfriend there. Yeah, and I love Demi Lovato. I know. She is adorable. And it's not like she's going to be busy with the X Factor anymore. Yeah. Oh, did that get canceled? Oh, yeah. Good. It was terrible. Um, but now they're going to have a lot of people in those in that Bushwick loft. I think I read somewhere that Kurt and Blaine and Sam get their own apartment. I feel sorry for Sam. Yeah. I mean, based on the clean fic that's around the universe. <laughs> I have never read a Glee fanfic, I don't think. Ever. You've never run into it? I mean, I've run into it, but I've never, like, stopped to read it. I've read clean ones that, like, aren't sexual. <laughs> like, the cute, fluffy ones, I've read those, and they're adorable. It seems to me, I could be completely wrong, but the main ships seem to be Clayne and February. There's a lot of Pezberry out there, too. Oh. I feel like because Santana and Rachel are friends now, there seems oh. to be more Pezberry. <laughs> Do you think it would have continued if Corey were still here? Hmm. Well, because didn't Ryan Murphy say like he had in his head that the last scene like involved Rachel and Finn? Yeah, the thing that she explained in the Corey episode where he's teaching and she comes home yeah that was going to be the last scene of the series Hmm. but how much longer could it have gone on you know i think personally ryan murphy kind of half lost interest and is so enamored with himself over american horror story ryan murphy i liked you at the end when glee started now you're getting on my nerves plus i got mad because one time for the golden globes he was pumping up american horror story and he dissed sherlock and i was like oh no oh did he um, he kind of implied that Sherlock shouldn't even be in the same category as them. I'm like, um, no. I, I kind of like lost all respect for him when it, he loves Leah Michelle so much that he had her duet with herself. 
<laughs> I was like, this is ridiculous. You are ridiculous, Ryan Murphy. I just remember when she did the um, Jason Mraz song, I Won't Give Up. And it's like about being in this relationship and you're never going to give up on this person. And she sang it to herself in the mirror. Yeah. See, she's just like, I feel like he makes her seem like she's obsessed with herself. And she doesn't have to be that way. Like, she could be a really good character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully you will continue watching Glee. <laughs> At least till the end, man. At least till the end. Uh, I don't know how much longer I can make it. You were the one that watched the first episode and I was like, I'm not watching that. Yeah, because I was ahead of the curve. I'm a hipster. Yeah, you were. You were. Also with Supernatural. Thank you. Thank you. I told you you'd like it. I think you only made me watch the, like, not scary ones first. Because you made me put post-its through all the DVD sets about which ones were scary. Except that we, now that I know, we find things, different things scary. Like, I cannot, cannot watch that Rougarou episode. It scares the bejesus out of me. It scares you so much that whenever I see that actor on other shows, I laugh and think of you. I don't even know who that is. I just don't watch it. Although this episode last... Oh, I watched it last night, but it was on Tuesday. <laughs> it The Misha Collins episode. That's the first time in a while I've been like legit scared during Supernatural. Really? Yeah. I don't remember why, because it was very late at night. Maybe it was just because it was late at night and I was by myself, but... Maybe. I was just like, Ugh, I don't want to go to sleep. <laughs> Supernatural hasn't scared me in a long time, but it's like, I've been getting scared of, like, crime dramas lately, and I don't know why. Really? I used to be really scared of the bug episode, until <laughs> until we saw that YouTube video about the bees, <laughs> and they have to, like, gently move the bees away instead of swatting at them. Yeah, or else they'll get angry. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. Also, it should probably be said on here while we're recording that we have this weird obsession with the season two gag reel. Yes. So if we randomly quote it, that's why. But like we would have like quote off competitions via text that would last for days. Days. Although I have to admit now that we're not doing it, I cheated a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I had just started watching it. You wound me. You wound me. I'm sorry. Like all the like Bobby quotes I ever did. I did not know those myself. I thought that what we had was legitimate. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But they should be introducing the spinoff soon, shouldn't they? What is the spinoff? I'm so confused. Each time I read about it, it seems like something different. So I guess it takes place in Chicago. Supernatural Tribes? Is that what it's called? I have no idea. But it takes place in Chicago, and it seems like they follow the monsters, too? But are Jensen and Jared on it? Like, I'm confused. No, they're not. It's all new people. That doesn't make any sense. So it's all hunters. Just, like, new hunters. And, but it's, like, monsters, too. Why couldn't it just been a ghost, a ghost Facer spinoff? That would have been perfect. I would have watched that. Everyone loves the Ghost Facers. Why not? I was so excited when they came back, and then I was just sad. I always get excited when people come back, and then they're gone. Like, when Kevin came back, I was really excited. I'm really excited when people come back to Supernatural, and they don't die. Yeah. I feel like the show's not gonna last much longer, though. How can it? I mean, probably ten seasons, right? It's already pushing quality, I think. Uh, I like this season. But it's so hit or miss. I feel like, you know, every other season has sort of like an ultimate goal. But this season seems sort of like all over the place. It's just like the first five seasons are so encapsulated in that story that then I just feel like they've been struggling to find another one. I love the Dick Roman season. Season seven? Oh, I hated that. I just thought he was a funny character. 
And that, I hated the Leviathans. No, I don't know about the Leviathans. I don't really care about them. I liked Dick Roman. I just thought he was funny. <laughs> and I liked, I really liked the episode with, um, what's her face? Oh my God, what is her name? Felicia Day. <laughs> I was like, you're going to have to give me more than she's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> because they referenced Harry Potter a lot. Oh, yeah. Like a lot. And that made me happy. And every time she comes back... I'm really happy. But now she's in Oz or something. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And she has red hair. Is she Dorothy? I thought Dorothy was a brunette. I don't know. (laughs) I'm trying to remember what Judy Garland looked like. I thought she had red hair. No, wait. She went to Oz with Dorothy. Oh, that's right. (laughs) She did. And Dorothy was like a badass character. Mm -hmm. I like that. (laughs) But speaking of Oz. Speaking of nice segue, man. Thank you, thank you. I try. So, Once Upon a Time. Yeah, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland got cancelled. Surprise, surprise. That show sucked. I never watched it. I watched it because I love Once Upon a Time, and I was really, really hoping it was going to be good. But it just never got there. Like, it sort of did, but not really. I feel like the only way the like spin-offs for Once Upon a Time can work is if it ties more into the original show. Yeah. See, the problem is the they brought people in from the original show, but it was like really secondary characters. It was like grumpy and red, little red. And I'm like, why can't it be like Snow and Charming or Emma or the Queen or somebody, you know? like They really needed the Mad Hatter. Yeah, but he was too busy doing Captain America. Because he's smart, unlike Josh Dallas. Josh Dallas is adorable and a gonna be a daddy i can't believe he turned down thor though yeah but zach levi was adorable in that too i mean i liked it for me i'm just thinking for his career i think he's doing just fine you never know he is my favorite once upon a time character i always have this thing in my head that any show that's that popular is just gonna turn out to be like heroes what happened with heroes i never watched a single episode Oh my god. Okay, so it was one of those shows that got, got killed by the writer's strike. Um, like, it was really, really good, and everyone was obsessed with it, and like, but then there was the writer's strike, and it took a long time off, and then they added too many characters, and it just got worse and worse and worse until it got cancelled. Hmm. But now it's coming back, so I don't know. It is? There was a commercial for it during the Super Bowl that is coming back as like a miniseries. Oh. But no one knows if it's all new characters, or they're bringing people back, or what's going on. Interesting. Um, so I read somewhere that the Wonderland series was kind of just supposed to be a one season thing to just sort of introduce the characters and now they can, you know, transport themselves via the rabbit hole to Storybrook, which we learned in the episode this week and I think the first episode too, the pilot, they transported themselves from Storybrook through the rabbit hole. But then now you can, like, go anywhere. If they have that, you can go Oz, as we were saying. Neverland, where they went. I mean, what anywhere, really. I keep hearing that people want Han Solo on Once Upon a Time. I think that Once Upon a Time isn't fairy tale land. I think it's just the land of everything Disney owns the rights to. Yeah. Pretty soon Captain America is going to come running in. <laughs> Because they were talking about bringing on King Arthur and Sherlock. Oh, yeah. Well, they had Robin Hood and Maid Marian and those people. Why not? And Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah, that was, that actually was really cool, though, that he was Dr. Whale. It was cool, but, I mean, they need to, like, figure out what's going on. Like, they should either just say it's everything 
that's fictional in this world is like real in another world or something. Like, don't say it's fairy tale land. They call it the enchanted forest. But it's like, it's fairy tales. Yeah. Well, I think. that's the book Henry had. Once, the book he had was Once Upon a Time. Yeah, but he they called it like a fairy tale book or something. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Also, can I point out that I totally called that Emma's boyfriend was a flying monkey. I think I said it was either going to be a flying monkey or a munchkin. <laughs> Had it been a munchkin, I would have laughed so hard. <laughs> but as I knew that something was up with him. And then I'm like, they had such an emphasis on flying monkeys in the trailers, promos, whatever they're called, <laughs> that it must be a flying monkey. Or the, the witch herself. <laughs> that would have been cool. Yeah. Um, I really don't like Rebecca Mater as the witch. I'm, I don't like her. I don't dislike her. I didn't really like her on Lost. Maybe that's why I don't like her. Probably. I don't know. Her Lost character wasn't that big, though. I just think she's kind of like blah as the witch. I don't understand, though. What happened to Peter Pan? He died. But, I mean, he disappeared along with Rumple. So maybe maybe he'll come back. I don't know. But if he comes back, I don't want him to be as Rumple's dad because I loved Robbie Kay. Oh, my God. He was so good last season. Yeah. Last yeah. season? This season. This season, yeah. <laughs> he was so good. I mean, for him to go from, like, evil little conniving Peter Pan to when he was Henry in the body, and he was so adorable. Mm-hmm. I think I watched the first, like, five or six episodes when they were in Neverland in a row because I had fallen behind because of, like, work and stuff. And I always got this really, like, weird vibe from him and Captain Hook and it was throwing me. Like gay vibe? <laughs> it, it was it was just because of that scene where they're like going to the cave to save um, Charming and Hook and Peter have that talk on the top of the cliff. Oh yeah. And the entire thing was just played like really weirdly sexual. <laughs> like if you ever watched that scene like with the audio off it's like oh my god. I think that's just Colin O'Donoghue being sexual. But the thing was, it wasn't him. It was Robbie Kay. Oh, maybe he has a crush on Colin O'Donoghue. I mean, who wouldn't? A guy is a good-looking man. Congratulations to his wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really, really like that the creators chose him because he looked like a young Dustin Hoffman. Oh, interesting. They're like, to us, Dustin Hoffman will always be Hook. And I'm like... That is the greatest movie. I love that movie. I wore out three VHS tapes watching that movie. <laughs> That's right. Three. My sister and I watched it so much, it literally would not play anymore. Wow. Yeah. So, Hook just makes me really happy because Colin O'Donoghue is hot and because they based him off the Dustin Hoffman hook. I liked ne- uh, Neverland. I thought it was a cool place. A little creepy, but... Yeah, I did too. But cool. I... I could totally go for a spin-off just of, like, Neverland. I would have been okay with it. But then how much can you say about, like, crazy boys on an island, you know? That's very Lord of the Flies. Should we... What else should we talk about? Maybe what other fandoms we may ever talk about on this Ah, show? yes. What do we both like? Um, Marvel, Marvel movies are coming Marvel out. Marvel comes out. Yay, and... Spider-Man's Marvel, right? Yeah, Spider-Man's coming out. <laughs> I wish they could tie Spider-Man into the rest of the Avengers movies. Cause I'm pretty sure Andrew Garfield wants that. I'm pretty sure he would sell his soul for that. 
He is the cutest Spider-Man ever because he's such there a little fanboy. There have exactly boy. been many of them. No, because he's such like a little fanboy that it's adorable. True. Like when he showed up to Comic-Con in the mask. I mean, twice. He's like, he's like Robert Downey Jr. being Iron Man. He's just like really, really, really loves it. Yeah. Or like um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt being Robin. <laughs> Not Marvel, but he was just really stoked about it. Yeah. He must have been bursting to, like, tell people when he's just like, no, I'm just a cop. But really. Really, I'm Robin. I still love that interview with Justin Timberlake and Andrew Garfield. Where he's like, you're Spider-Man? Oh, my God. And then he asked if he could write the song and then have Andy Samberg sing it or something. I also like that Andrew Garfield is open to... MJ being a man? Was that what it was? MJ? Well, th- that was his idea. Yeah, I like that. I like that idea. I think it's cool that he's like, you know what? Why not? Who cares? Because a lot of actors, I think, would freak out at that idea. And Andrew Garfield's just like, this be awesome. Also, Shailene Woodley needs to be in fewer movies, so that would be okay with me. Well, I don't think she'll be signing up for Spider-Man anytime soon now. Yeah, I think she'd... I would be pissed. I mean, I, I don't know much about her other than she was the little girl in the OC, but... Well, I mean, she's the main girl in Divergent now, isn't she? Yes, she is. And she did have that pregnant teenager show. Oh, that was her? Yeah, that was her. I was literally talking about that with my aunt this morning because we were trying to figure out the show that Bristle Paling guest starred on. The pregnant teenager show. Um, the Secret Life of an American Teenager, which, by the way... I really hope most American teenagers are not pregnant at 15. So I wouldn't say the average American teenager. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That show was interesting. It was weird. Yeah, I have no comment on it. (laughs) It was was weird. Um, Okay, and then Hunger Games is coming out in November. Hunger Games. First installment of Mockingjay, because now everything has to be split into two at the end. Oy. Um, which is, I think it's a good thing, because, well, not for Twilight, but <laughs> it was a good thing for Harry Potter, because you get to see a lot more of the book that was 700 and something pages long. Okay. It was fun for people who read the book, but, like, everyone I've talked to who, like, went to it as a moviegoer thought that it was way too much. I wouldn't know. I'm, like, obsessed with it, so I wouldn't know. We were literally talking about it during uh, office lunch the other day at my office, and people were just like, it was just too much. I couldn't follow it all. They needed to pare it down. I I mean, I think they pared it down way too much in other movies. Like, in the third movie, I took my dad to see it, and he just did not understand the whole, like, Marauders thing, the Marauders map and the Marauders as, like, Lupin, uh, Remus Lupin's the same person, Lupin, (laughs) Sirius, Peter, and James. Like, he did not understand that. And he still doesn't get it, even though he's seen all the movies now. Like, they just took out way too much. And then the fifth book, or fifth movie, was just, like, highlights from the book. Like, I don't know. There were a lot of flaws. I love Harry Potter, but there were a lot of flaws with the movies. Um, Okay, so Mockingjay Part 1. Comes out in November. Star Wars is next year. Exactly. Next year is Star Wars. Um, My brother-in-law refuses to admit that there are more than the original three Star Wars. (laughs) 
No, you don't understand. My nephew's favorite character is Jar Jar Binks. No. No, yes. that can't be right. <laughs> Do you know how difficult this is for me? No. Mm. How old is he? Uh, Seven? Turn eight this year, I think. Yeah, he's the same age as my nephew. Yeah, that's not okay. My nephew really, really liked Jedi last year. He was, like, really into Jedi. So I got him a Jedi Training Academy shirt at Disneyland. And then this year for his birthday, I was like, oh, you should wear your Jedi shirt when we go to Disneyland. And he's like, I don't like Star Wars. <laughs> and I'm like, that is so untrue. That's <laughs> so weird. Children. <laughs> uh, Star Wars. I really hope Alex Pettifer isn't in it. So I guess they start shooting in May, they said? But they still haven't announced who's who. Well, we know that they're bringing back Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford. Ah, oh, Harrison Ford. <laughs> who we saw at the Monterey Bay Aquarium. Yeah, time. he's like, what, 71 years old or something? He's still the first man I ever had a crush on. <laughs> well, they did say these movies are taking place 30 years after Return of the Jedi. Oh, so that makes sense. But in Return of the Jedi, he's supposed to be like in his 20s. I don't know. I don't know. They'll pass it off, all right. Yeah, sure. I mean, they, like, made Ian McDiarmid, like, younger. Well, that's because he was, like, a freaking raisin in the other ones. Truth. <laughs> um, Star Wars. Okay, so Star Wars. We're both big Star Wars fans, obviously. Yay. Um, Into the Woods comes out, on, like, on my birthday, and I'm so excited. I'm pretty sure it's coming out for Christmas and not your birthday. <laughs> it's coming out for my birthday. <laughs> Shut up. Um, yeah, I'm really, really excited that there's a good mix of, like, Hollywood stars and Broadway people. Good job. Yeah. Casting directors. I'm really glad that you chose not to put Sophia Grace in there. <laughs> and you chose Lilla Crawford instead. But apparently they're casting right now for Wicked. Oh, no. That's not good. Oh, and, no. Oh, this is the worst. This is the worst part. Okay. Leah no, Michelle's going to be in it, isn't she? The rumor is that they they haven't signed anyone, but they want Leah Michelle for Alphaba. No, this is the worst part. For Fierro, they want Harry Styles. Oh, I read somewhere, I think it was on, like, Hypeable, that they wanted Darren Chris as Bach, and I'm like, just because he's short. I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> That's mean. Please don't put Harry Styles in a movie. Please don't do that. People who are casting Wicked, if you listen to this, please don't do that. (laughs) I refuse to admit that they could even consider anyone besides Aaron Tveit. I'm sorry. I saw someone at the Pantages in LA, and he was great. I mean, no Aaron Tveit, let's put it that way. But he was really, really, really good. I mean, he messed up, and he was totally on top of it. Every Fiero I have seen has been god-awful. Really? Even on, like, Broadway. I saw Nor- Norbert Leo Butts, didn't I? Yeah, I think so. Oh, God. I saw Sebastian Arcelos or something. Oh. It, it, oh. it was just... Oh. I saw nightmares. Um, yeah. Aaron today would be okay. That would be okay with me. <laughs> but I would also be okay with Jeremy Jordan. Oh, uh, yes. Or yeah. Corey Cott. Because I love them both because I love the Newsies. And oh my, last five years is coming out. Is that actually coming out? Because I feel like that was like straight to DVD or something. No, I think it's actually coming out. Which kind of boggles my mind because I don't think it ever made it to Broadway. Yeah, they're doing, now they're doing a lot of like 
Broadway musicals to movies, which is an interesting transition. I don't think it really works. I mean, as you can tell from the total failure of the TV show Smash, people don't care about Broadway as much as we do. (laughs) But then, apparently... Sound of Music did so well ratings-wise, even though it was awful. But they're going to do it every year now. The best part about that was Laura Benanti, and that's it. Yeah. Oh, and Christian Borle. And, oh, God, what's her name? I cannot remember her name. Carrie Underwood? No, the Mother Superior. Oh, Audrey McDonald. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously she's Audrey McDonald. But Laura Benanti, I mean, someone stepped on her dress or something, and she was like, oops. (laughs) Like She just, like, owned it, which I liked. Next year, they're doing Peter Pan. I had heard that they were considering Fiddler on the Roof, which would have been exciting. I love that show. Um, but I feel like that's not really a very Christmassy show. <laughs> I don't like Fiddler on the Roof just because we did it at my high school one year, and I still have like nightmares from it. Really? Oh, like the Tevya nightmare? <laughs> no. It was, it was not a good... I saw it on Broadway with Harvey Fierstein. Is that how you say his last name? Fierstein. And I hated it. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's only good in Mulan as Yao. And that's, <laughs> that's about where his voice is okay. And that's it. Wasn't he the mom in Hairspray? Yeah. He was. In the in the original. Maybe. Yeah, in the original cast. With like, I almost called him Will Schuster. With Matthew Morrison. <laughs> Please excuse me. <laughs> um... <laughs> Okay, so Into the Woods. What else is coming out this year that's exciting? I don't even know. I haven't been paying attention. I'm sorry. They started shooting Graceland again, which I'm excited about, personally. They started shooting the new pilot with Grant Gustin, The Flash. With Jesse L. Martin. And I am so excited because he looks good in red leather. (laughs) Good job, Grant Gustin. I'm really excited for Evil Warbler. Uh, so, we're going to start a segment that we're going to do every, well, it says, we have it of the week, but that's obviously not going to happen, so, of the month, or? Our ship moment that happened in between episodes. Yes. So, a ship moment that happened within the last episode, and now, <laughs> which hopefully will be two weeks, but depending on our, we'll see. Um, Christina, you wanted to? You want me to go first? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, obviously, because I love Glee, mine is Clayn, when um, Blaine finally graduated from high school, and they were so cute, and they did, like, this cute little hug, and then they had, like, this whole... Tina had, like, a dream about what it would be like living in New York with Clayn, and apparently... If they live together, all they do is they're just on top of each other making out, which I'm okay with that. (laughs) That's literally all they showed was just Darren on top of Chris making out with him, and that was it. Oh, man. (laughs) Um, So that was my claim moment. I always love watching them. I think they're really cute. Um, You go, Christina. Okay. Well, my shit moment of the week, I think, is at the end of the Teen Wolf finale. Tying back into where we started. (laughs) Where when Derek is injured after getting shot by Kate, dreams this whole sequence where he's in the locker room with Styles, And apparently that's not even what phases him because I guess it's not rare for him to be in locker rooms with underage boys. 
Oh, good. Good to know. <laughs> that was adorable. It was very steric. I think the thing about it that intrigued me is that they haven't had like any scenes together this entire half of the season, but clearly they have enough comfort and familiarity with each other that Derek would think to go to Styles when he needs help. Which is weird because Styles was basically the root of all problems this in this last half of the season. Which makes me wonder what was happening between not even like steric sense, but like what was happening between the two of them before the Nigitsune drama. Yeah, what was happening last summer? <laughs> it's like, like, far smarter <laughs> far smarter people than me have like had breakdowns talking about why they think they work together to try to save Erica and Boyd from the Alphas. I don't know. I don't I don't know if the Alp of Styles' bat is much much help against an alpha pack, but you know I think it's more doing research. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, there were a lot of ship moments in that episode. Obviously, you're going to go hysteric. But of course. I feel like there were a lot of good ones. I felt like there were some ships that maybe bloomed in that episode. I, I, as I mentioned earlier, I really like my quote-unquote Stidia cuddle <laughs> in the snow, which she's basically just like hugging him because she's scared for her life. But I thought it was cute. <laughs> I feel like she could have done so much more in that episode besides, like, be a crutch for Styles. Also, <laughs> we're now we're going back to, to Team Wolf, but why Wolf did the Oni, like, just go for Scott and Kira? Like, how come Styles and Lydia were just sitting there, like, watching? Because that would have been too complicated to shoot Kelly. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. But, like, okay. when I was watching it, I was like, why aren't they doing anything? Okay, but with the Oni... So they went to the hospital and they were killing everybody and then they got Melissa and then they disappeared. When they're at the animal clinic, they once they cut Deaton, they went and disappeared. But at the sheriff station, they didn't disappear until later. Like they were still attacking Parrish even after Sheriff Sunlisty got slashed. Yeah, because they wanted to attack Parrish too. Foreshadowing, foreshadowing. <laughs> um yeah the oni were cool whoever is behind the oni outfits they have some really cool fighting styles like just watching their like crazy flips and stuff it was really awesome it was very like darth maul-esque that scene where they're going down through the hospital with that cover of bad moon rising like gave me chills oh it's so good it was so good I think that was when I said, like, oh my gosh, whoever is behind these costumes is amazing. And creepy styles, I mean, good job, Dylan O'Brien. He was very creepy. <laughs> I really liked it a lot. It was the first time someone had that, like, evil, like, yelling in a finale on Teen Wolf that I wasn't like, you're an idiot. No, I was legit scared. <laughs> I mean, not, like, crazy scared, but, like, <laughs> he's definitely a scary character void void styles right yeah yeah um but yeah so that's if you have any other ideas for segments like ship moment of the time between two episodes (laughs) (laughs) um email us or tweet us um our twitter handle is a l n m podcast and our 
Email is alnmpodcast at gmail.com. And you can also follow us on our personal Twitters. Christina, what is yours? I'm literally trying to remember. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Christina E02. And mine is XOXO Kelly Lee, which is a nod to Gossip Girl. Sorry. <laughs> um, you can like us on Facebook or follow us on Tumblr. And what's, what's our Tumblr address? Is it also ALNM Podcast? I'm looking it up right now. You, you can like yeah, us perfect. on Facebook, A Little Nerd Music. Um, or you can follow us on Tum. You can also follow us on Tumblr, ALNM Podcast dot tumblr dot com and um should we maybe tell people what a-l-n-m is about like the actual root of the name because i know a lot of my friends are like i don't get it you should go ahead okay so i actually said this as a joke to you like and i loved it what if it's like a little night music the musical but a little nerd music and you really liked it, Christina. <laughs> Even though I was totally joking. And um, it works, I guess. You can't tell me things when I'm driving home on my commute after like five cups of coffee. Okay. Well, I came up with some other pretty bad ones. So <laughs> this one was okay. Um, yeah. So what else? Anything else, Christina? Mm, nope. Um, hopefully we will see you. Let's see you. Hopefully we'll record this again in two weeks. But, um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, all right. I'm turning it off now. Okay. <laughs>